When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From Variety, celebrating more than 115 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. It definitely is a different movie. It's a different feel when you leave the theater. Uh, I, I appreciate everybody saying nice stuff to me. I'm, I've had a great life and a lucky life, so everything's okay either way. But it, it's exciting, people talking about this stuff, and it's funny, and it's I get why it's funny, <laughs> thinking of me uh, as a regular uh, actor man, thinking... You know, like being a talk in this world, it's fun. It, it, it's 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 just different. It's funny. It's different for me. Adam Sandler knows you're used to seeing him ham it up on screen for laughs, which is why his most recent shift to the dramatic side, including his most recent film Hustle, might be a bit jarring for fans. I'm Clayton Davis. On this episode of the Variety Award Circuit Podcast, we talk to Adam Sandler about Netflix's Hustle as well as whether he'll return to host Saturday Night Live anytime soon, and if a sequel to The Waterboy might be in the offing. It's all next on this edition of the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. Adam Sandler received some of his strongest reviews of his career for his performance in Netflix's Hustle, which dropped on the streaming platform back in June. The actor and producer has always seemed like an easy target for critics to unload. However, Sandler has never pretended to be anything more than who he is. A guy who loves movies and loves making them with his friends. Directed by Jeremiah Zagar and written by Taylor Matern and Oscar nominee Will Fetters, Hustle tells the story of Stanley Sugarman, a basketball scout who discovers a streetball player and sees the potential for him to get into the NBA. Do you love this game? I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door, they're just gonna slam it right in our face. I love this game, I live this game. And there's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession's gonna be talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Is it all you ever think about? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. When you walk on that court, you have to think I am the best guy out there. I don't care if LeBron's playing. So let me ask you again, do you love this game? Yes. 
Is there a newborn kitten purring in here right now? I couldn't hear you. Do you want to be in the NBA? Yes! Well, let's make that happen. Never back down. On the film award season premiere of the award-winning Variety Award Circuit podcast, Sandler sits down to discuss his performance in the Netflix sports dramedy, Hustle. He discusses the awards buzz surrounding his role, if we'll ever get a full-length album of his music, and the type of movie he's dying to make. The answer just might surprise you. We began by talking about his longevity in the business. The hip is new. Yeah. So the hip's probably about a month old today. Hips don't lie. It's what happened, man. <laughs> That's right, man. My other hip's lying a lot, but this, the new hips, it's, it don't lie at all. What happened when uh, you found out you needed hip surgery? Did you were like, damn, am I at that moment in time? Where- it's not one you like saying out loud. I get a lot of stares on what happened, why the cane, and then you say hip surgery, and people are like, how old is Adam Sandler? 79 or something? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad the surgery's done. I was living with a walking crazy for probably a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I did everything I could to try to not have the surgery, and now... Uh, I did it. I don't feel my ass uh, 100% yet, but that'll come back, they say, in about three, four years. All right. Uh, I enjoy enjoy, uh, the numbness. uh, Yeah, I look look forward to that uh, part (laughs) of of my life. Um, Listen, I mean, we're here for a lot of reasons, but mostly because you decided to bring a very interesting man to life, Stanley Sugarman, in the film Hustle. Yes. One of your best performances of your career in a long line of very, very amazing performances. Thank you. So uh, it's always good to start. Like, how'd you get involved and what made you want to bring this one to the screen? Well, um, I think what happened, LeBron's company and and Joe Roth's company brought the script to us and I about a scout discovering somebody overseas and uh, the basketball of it all, and the uh, the NBA of it all, and everything was exciting to me because I just you know big fan of the NBA, big fan of basketball, and uh, and I I love love coaching. I love seeing behind the scenes stuff there. It's always exciting. So I connected with the idea. And you know, so there's a lot of great. Let me listen. And you're a New York. Born uh, good yeah. man. That's why I like you so much. Cause, yes, because we recognize. The we know we were both, both are Knicks fans. fans. Is oh, that what? Yes, it is? I take my beating. With that. <laughs> I tell people that like every time someone complains to me about some team, I'm like, I know pain because I saw Patrick Ewing walk <laughs> oh. off. Oh. no ring on finger. Oh yeah, uh, John Starks. But nothing yeah. was better than when Ewing would score in the Garden. You'd hear Patrick Ewing. Nothing was cooler. You know, and it's just, yeah. So I, the Knicks, one day. One day they'll, they'll get it together. But <laughs> but now, um, you know, you, you were born in Brooklyn. You came yeah. up in this industry. Yeah. And it's always good for, I think, listeners to hear what was the spark? What was it that tipped you off? You said, yeah. I'm 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 going to Hollywood. I'm going to go be something there. That's funny. I it's um I I've, I've told this before, but I I was I loved comedy always growing up as a kid. Uh, my father, my family, we all loved Jerry Lewis, Abbott and Costello, Rodney Dangerfield, uh I loved Eddie Murphy. I just all all that stuff that 
you grew up in the house talking about Cheech and Chong, uh, you know, uh, everybody, Bob Newhart, had all these records that we used to listen to. And I was into comedy, but I never thought of this is something I was going to do. And I, I did, I was in little plays as a kid. I was in Oliver and stuff. I was, you know, I never had a big part. I always had like one line and stuff, but I, I kind of liked that world. Uh, West Side Story, I was Baby John when I was like in ninth grade. I had maybe, maybe five lines or something. And uh, I, 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 I just, it was fun. It was exciting. I always was playing a lot of sports growing up, so I, I, I tended to do that more. And then I, I was in a rock band. I was in a high school band always. I was in that, you know, I was in like five different uh, rock bands growing up. So I thought that was more my world. Um, Are you the Diana Ross of the Supremes of this band? <laughs> that you, just, you end up making it and everyone else got left behind? I, I don't know. They're all good players. The guys I grew up in New Hampshire where they all can jam. But uh, I, I ended up doing a different route because I don't know. What happened was I was filling out college applications and then my... It said, "What? What's your major? What? What do you want to major in?" And I didn't really know. And I asked my brother, and he said, "You should be an actor." And I said, "Oh, okay." He goes, "Yeah, you're like uh, Eddie Murphy. You could, you, you should do that. That kind of thing." And uh, I said, "Yeah, great." And then my brother mentioned there's a stand-up comedy. He was going to Boston University. He said, "There's a club around there that they have open mic nights. Come do a set." And so I. He got me five minutes, and I wasn't any good, but I kind of got addicted to it after I went up there. So did you kill that night? Or no. Did, no. No, no. Terrible. Not, 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 Terrible. <laughs> but driving back after with my brother, we were talking about it because I didn't write anything jokes. I just thought I could go up there and talk, and, you know, I was young, and I, I didn't really know that world. I only saw a couple of comedians live before that. I saw Rodney Dangerfield when I was in— uh, High school, and then when I was a kid, my parents took me to two comedy shows as a kid. I just all of a sudden I can't remember who they were, but it was like at the Neville in the Catskills. Mm -hmm. I saw a comedian there and I loved him, and then I saw one other guy when I, down in Florida at like the Fountain Blue. I saw, I saw, I, I remember it was somebody, I saw Donald O'Connor dancing, and I think, uh, was it Steve Lawrence maybe singing? But there was a comedian that went on first. Uh, oh no, it was that Eddie Fisher? I saw not Steve Lawrence, Eddie Fisher, and there was a comedian. Anyways, I loved it. I loved seeing it. And so uh, when I went on stage that night, and I was driving back, even though I did bad, I, I kind of like talked to my brother about it. And he's just like, "Get just work on it." And I said, "Yeah, let me get good at that." I think that was the first thing I said. I just kind of locked in, saying, "Let me get." as good as I can be at something. Oh, man, that's awesome. Do you remember the the first movie you saw as a kid that, like, blew you back and that you were like, this is... This is awesome. Yeah. I, 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 There's a few of them. I, I remember uh, when I saw Paul Newman. I saw Paul Newman and, and uh, Robert River. What the hell's the name of the movie? When uh, uh, they sing Raindrops. Oh, but is Yeah, Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. I think that was the first time... I stayed twice in a row at a movie theater. I called, I watched it. I was with my friend, maybe Billy Dow or I think Mark Higgins or one of these kids I grew up with. And, and uh, we were both like, that was the greatest movie. Oh, my God. And we went to the payphone and called our 
parents and said, can we watch it again? And we stayed twice in a row. And we just I think that kind of knocked me out, that movie. And then comedy-wise, I think Young Frankenstein or uh, uh, Mel Brooks stuff, Airplane, stuff like that as a kid made me just go, wow, look at this theater. Go, they laugh. I remember I saw Rodney Dangerfield in, uh, in Back to School, maybe. Mm-hmm. And seeing, hearing an audience scream at his jokes and actually scream out, yeah, Rodney, to a screen that he's not even there, just a screen version of him. I was just like, this is unbelievable, man. So I I, kind of started locking in that. I always get really embarrassed. My first Rodney Dangerfield movie, I think, was Ladybugs. <laughs> I think I was, Still some funny stuff in Ladybugs. Yeah. Oh, my God. So problematic, though, today. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching oh, it. I was absolutely. like, oh, my God. Yeah, it like, is trouble. You're right. You're I, was, right. I was getting ready to like, show it to my daughter, and she was like, not interested. And she walked away. And then when she walked away, I was like, oh, I think it's good she walked away because this is super inappropriate. <laughs> That's so I was funny. Like, this is, uh, yeah, that I try not to be that dad though. I'm like, I'm like, you can watch whatever you want. Her favorite movie is like Scream, so I'm like, that's, oh, that's that. cool. Like, How I'm old like, is oh, she? Eleven. That's cool. Yeah. She can handle she, Scream. She loves hard. I, listen, I showed her. Yeah. I showed her uh, Stephen King's It, the 19, the Tim Curry version. Yeah, yeah, that scared yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I showed her The Shining. And Chomp's unbelievable. Didn't didn't budge. Like, really? No, like she was like, "Why did you think that was scary?" And I was like, "Get it was a get away from me, man." And I was like, <laughs> "That's so funny." Yeah. That yeah, what what we thought was scary doesn't scare. Him. But The Shining, so funny. Two weeks ago, yeah. Uh, my two daughters watched it. One couldn't handle it, but was forced to watch it. They're just like, "No, we're not turning it off." She's like, "Oh my god!" And texting me, "Please, Daddy, make mm-hmm. them stop." And then, but my sixteen year old was texting and just Jack Nicholson's my favorite actor now I've never seen anything like this and they love she loved The Shining so yeah. much oh man good yeah. uh, one thing that uh, that's always interested me about your career and something that I I did a lot when I was younger as well like you know you want to make these like movies with your friends if you love your, yes. your, your you love movies and you want to make it with your friends and you're still doing that today which I find amazing and admirable because like you you're still I feel Adam Sandler t- today that you were then, like you didn't let Hollywood corrupt the soul, if, if you put it that way. And I think people expect, you know, I say people, I mean like snobby critics. I'm not gonna put myself in, the, in that category. <laughs> they expect you to, you know, become Daniel Day Lewis, like, you know, eventually. They're like, no, I'm not, I, that doesn't interest you, nor should it. We don't need everyone to be a Daniel Day Lewis. We need Adam Sandler's. What do you say to? Something like that. That's, thank you for saying that. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, if I was as good as Daniel Day Lewis, I'm sure maybe I'd be Dan trying his path. I, I do want to see your "There Will Be Blood," though. I think that would be actually pretty I awesome. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be, be a lot goofier. But he, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I just, I like, I like working hard. I like being around my friends who who work hard. Mm-hmm. We 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 push each other and try to do stuff like hustle was a brand new vibe for us and we were excited around the office and everybody who works their ass off every one of my movies whether somebody has made light of it or, or not and and and, and uh, you know when you write about it there's there's one thousand percent effort that goes into it and and, and we work until we believe in it um but this this hustle we we just we got a great team that the director jeremiah unbelievable um 
taste unbelievable thought process different than all, all anything i've been a part of mm-hmm. and he he had a similar work ethic where he just 100 about the movie while making it mm-hmm. and um we, we we just just it was just an, a different feel for us and but we were every one of us who've been making comedies for so long got excited about making this type of movie that's awesome one thing that i i definitely want to give you props for and like maybe you don't do it intentionally but it's happening in almost all of your movies that you're producing that you're making diversity is a part of all your movies like without yeah, yeah. making it a talking point like one of the things i argue so much in this world about you know, people are like, you know, I fight for diversity, but people are like, I don't want just roles. Like, it's specifically like a Latino from a Latino area. Like, uh-huh. people can just be. Right. So, you know, you and Queen Latifah are just you and Queen Latifah in the movie. It's not rested upon that you're black and white. Right. Right. And you've done that a lot in your movies, and it's something I, I've I've loved and appreciated. That's great. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. That's just just I know Queen Latifah forever. And the part was a nice part, uh, and it was about being close with somebody. And I just know her for so long, and she's always made me happy and such a warm soul. And we've we've always said we'd like to do something together. So this this was perfect. Felt yeah. nice. Uh, two times I've met you in person uh, over the years, both surrounded uncut gems. Mm. Uh, which I did a list to celebrate a 24th 10 year anniversary of the of their 30 best movies and I had I had it listed I had it listed when I say I got so much crap that it wasn't one or two ah. it was it was very passionate you got be careful you have a passionate base that feels yeah. like you're on the Paul Giamatti level of like I can't believe he didn't get an Oscar nom for that ah, that's um, funny man. how does this run for Hustle because people are pulling for you again now because yeah. people are bringing up those same feelings of like guys <laughs> when are we going to get to the Sandler moment uh, how does this compare to that time then it definitely is a different movie mm. it's a different feel when you leave the theater uh, I, I appreciate everybody just saying nice stuff to me I'm, I've had a great life and a lucky life so everything's okay either way but it's exciting people talking about this stuff and it's funny and it's i get why it's funny Mm -hmm. thinking of me uh as a regular uh actor man thinking you know like being a talk in this world it's fun it's 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 just different it's funny it's different for me but um uh, yeah that that gems Mm -hmm. That was quite a quite a moment. It was it was talked about wherever I went on the streets and people talking to me about, you know, uh, the Oscar stuff or the movie or the ending or the Safties or it's just it's just that movie definitely changed the um, the topic of of me. Yeah. As, as as we look at the Oscars and look at the future, obviously, like ratings have been a big topic of conversation, and a lot of people believe if you get the Adam Sandler's to the ceremony. You get things, uh, movies that a lot of people have seen to the to the ceremony. More people will watch. What what do you see as something that the Oscars can do to like get people excited about it again? Because for me, I love it, but I also see two genres get the shaft all the time: comedy and horror. Because uh, people are pearl clutching on on what is quote unquote cinema. F- would be fantastic to, to include those two. Mm. 
would be amazing. That 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 should happen. I, I bet it will happen. You're you're right. Uh, there's there's horror movies and comedies that you just go, how the hell did that happen? How did they come up with that? That's the most interesting version of that type of movie of the year. Why shouldn't that be celebrated? So of course. Um, I don't know what's going to help ratings. I wouldn't know that world. I'll tell you, I, I don't I don't remember as a kid watching the Oscars and, and just I think the reason you watched it was like a family event. People were just excited to see a bunch of uh, uh, movie stars and, and, and talk and just see them. And now it's a, a little deeper than that. People talk about the work a lot. I don't even remember talking about the work. I was just like, wow, there's Paul Newman. That's cool, man. He's sitting near, uh, you know, another famous guy. I wonder what they're talking about. That, I, as a kid I, I, and as a viewer, I think that's all I cared about. But now... I'm, I'm, I have no idea what why I, I know my house they throw it on just to, because it's a, it's a fun night. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you say uh, to this time that we're in where you know the the lines are blurred between movies and television because you know we have we have streamers mm-hmm. uh, people they're, they're, people have always used the hot phrase you know theaters are dying movies are dying i don't believe that i don't no. think you do either no. but there is a way that we are trying to learn how to coexist so right. do, 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 do what would i mean do you have any advice or what do you think we are coexisting do you think like we're trying to figure it out still? i think it's slowly coexisting more and more i like i went to this theater right down the street here and watched a movie blonde the other night with my wife and daughter and it was great being in the theater and it was fun being um uh you know sitting back eating eating out too much popcorn and just uh having a night at the movies nothing nothing better than that that's a guaranteed fun night out uh but my other daughter was home that night and watched i think some some other movie that was also in the theaters but also streaming and she said hey, i want to stay home and watch the the same movie Streaming wise, so it's just, it's it's just it's cool that people can watch it any any way they they want to. Give gives them options. Yeah, yeah. good options, good options. It, it do I, is it more fun to go to a theater? For for me, yeah. yeah. I have even right now, even, even right when now. I'm limping around, uh, yeah. It was it's exciting that I made it into a, a chair and was able to sit for an hour without my uh, feeling my ass. <laughs> Um, I've also subscribed to the theory. A lot of our renowned comedians, I'm I'm putting you in this boat as well, that you're so good at comedy because when you take on drama, like you're, you're digging into something that no one like can really dig into. I always feel like the best performances come from people who are considered hardcore comedians. Yourself, Jim Carrey. Oh yeah. Like He's Eternal incredible. Sunshine. Yeah. Like, you know, your dramatic outings that you've done, in particular Punch Drunk Love, uh Anka Gems that uh, we ride this line of like it's a it's a funny or, or not. Uh, right, I right, remember right. you and men women and children. Like, oh, you know, yeah. it, was a, it was a big uh reach. And I yeah. think you do consciously pick and choose when to do it or you just kind of have to feel compelled i think what happens is it's it's i I don't call uh my agents and say now's the time let's get us let's get her uh one that's uh serious or more serious i think it just kind of 
ideas are around, something that happens, a great director calls me up and talks to me about something that they want to do, and, and that, that happens. And then with Hustle, it was just complete luck. It was luck. I was watching, I think I, I talked about this before, but I, it was the pandemic. I was talking to Ted Sarandos. He, I said, any movies you think I should watch on the Netflix? He said, watch We the Animals. I watched We the Animals. I was like, holy shit, this movie's incredible. Shot incredible. The story was incredible. And then I love We the Animals. Unbelievable. It's a great movie. And I called and I said, let me get a a hold of this guy, Jeremiah, the director. And we talked and we were talking about another movie. And then I I said, just so you know, I, I have this script that an idea I wanted to work on about a scout and and finding somebody overseas and he goes oh send it to me and then we both had a similar feel to it like this could be exciting and then we both started jamming and jamming and jamming and over zoom or whatever it was you know something on the computer skype or and then um it became a passion project so it was it just i kind of luck into these moments it's just uh just waiting for your next one, man. Just like feel free to do it whenever, whenever, I, whenever you want. Thank you. I give man. you full permission. I appreciate. It. I look forward to it too. It's cool. Um, so you got a very popular sequel coming up, Murder Mystery. Yes. Part two. Yeah. Uh, one. What, what, what can you tell us about it? I'm sure you can tell me everything about it. Jennifer then, Anderson's better than me in it. <laughs> I'll give you. That. I'll give her that. Right. Uh, but are there any other movies you would do sequels to from your? <laughs> filmography and I have one I'm going to tell I'm going to ask you to do yeah. when you're done I just want you to know you that have I an have, idea because I, I, I saw the beginnings of it in real time and I was very upset huh. Uncut Gems first time I met you yeah. National Board of Review yeah you said and you screamed to Kathy Bates who was in the room <laughs> Waterboy yeah. it's right there I mean, we can that, do it that would be fun as hell I love mama mm-hmm. I love Henry Winkler. I, I mean, come on. You the did Q&A with him. It was great. Oh, I just did. Yeah, he, he, he's always going to be Coach Klein to me. But I but uh, I don't know, man. It's it's funny. I don't know what the idea is. Can, I'll be honest with you. About two months ago or a month, month ago or something, when Will Zalatoris, maybe a month ago or something, he won, he won a, a tournament. And he look, you know, he's he when he was younger. He doesn't he doesn't really look like my <laughs> caddy, but it's like a joke that he looks like uh, the Happy Gilmore caddy. I did go, my guy, would that be fun to do the senior tour of Happy Gilmore and hang out with all those guys and try to write a a great script about Happy as an older guy and having to calm down his temper and all that stuff. But I never know. Maybe maybe one day something like that. What directors uh, would you like to work with, but you haven't had the the shot? Too with yet. Oh, that's great, man. I I I, I just get excited when I, I meet meet some of these guys that make great movies. I, I I don't know. I've been I've been I've been getting to hang out with some great guys. Let's see who who would it be. Yeah. You should do uh, Heat too, Michael Mann. That'd be sick. Uh. Love love Michael Mann. Love I don't know. There's a bunch bunch of great directors. I I, I I'm. I, I don't know. Nobody off the top of your head? Todd, Todd uh, Field, we, we just talked the other day about something. He's a great guy. I know him for many years. Uh, 
We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't even think about it that much. I, I when I meet any director that I love their stuff, you know, I get excited uh, uh, to, that I met them. But I don't really think about making movies with them. I get more excited that to tell them what I love about their work. Uh, touching uh, emotional question for you. Yes. Uh, People have been very, very impressed by your guitar and singing abilities uh, over over the years, especially the Chris Farley song, mm-hmm. um, and then just also your your love for Norm Macdonald mm-hmm. and everything you guys did on SNL together. Yeah. We all, yeah, yeah. And I was just in your music studio here, yeah. and that you have the means in which to do this. But would you ever consider doing a serious music album? Oh, that's a good question, man. I kind of want to do a serious music movie one day about about something to do with the record industry or 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 tour or being somebody that's in in that on that side of the business. I don't know what it is yet. I have some ideas that I'm going to talk to some people about to jam on, but uh, that's I don't know if I could sit right now and make a serious record and feel right about it. I don't know what would hold me back. I, maybe it's because I've never written any full song that's worthwhile of hearing that is serious. I, I when I was a kid, I wrote stuff, and and my brother used to write lyrics, and we would jam. And but uh, I never was great at that stuff. But uh, a movie about somebody like that, I would I would feel excited to do. Uh, there's been a bunch of viral videos of uh, you playing pickup ball over, yeah. over time. Yes. Um, the last few bi- vi- viral ones, just so you know, I was playing on a bad hip. Oh. So yeah, you just want to put that for context. I, I just, <laughs> just so you know, that's why there was a lot of sluggy <laughs> movement out there. <laughs> um, would love to know if uh, you've played... Uh, how many NBA players you've actually played with uh, in some of those moments? I played uh, with a with a, a, a number, a number, a number of guys, mm-hmm. but I've never played with uh, it where they were playing for real. They're always very kind. Oh, okay. To a very very goofy man, they're just, not going one on one with LeBron or anything. I or, don't think one on one with anyone mm-hmm. on a college level could I handle that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like. The guy who's who gets put in maybe late in the high school game, I can handle playing him. Cool. And uh, last thing, I have some quick rapid-fire questions. These are just meant to be fun. So first thing that comes to mind, recognizing, I'm going to give you this this context. If it's not the real answer, it's fine that we know this is off the top of your head and it may change if you think about it over time. Okay. Uh, the movie that makes you laugh until you cry. Well, I love Life is Beautiful. I remember that one. That really rocked me. That one. Did you laugh until you cry? Oh, you, oh, you mean you mean funny, you mean yeah, the yeah. funniest yeah, funny, shit yeah. of all time? Um, actually, that's my next question. So we got that answer. Okay, so okay, good. Cry? Life is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was just just crying and laughing. Yeah. So, um, but the funniest movie when I was, I had them all. I had a bunch. I had a bunch. I can't put one on. When I put Airplane on, when I put Caddyshack on, mm. I you know. Can't stop talking about it. I love every moment of Animal House. Pretty incredible when I was what it meant meant to me growing up uh, and laughing my ass off. But no, there's been a bunch of greats, bunch of greats, and there's been been a bunch of modern greats. It just just so many. It's hard to pick which which would be the one. Uh, the actor that you would most want to work with today, 
but is no longer here? That's a good question. I don't even, never, never even thought about that. Uh, um, let's go with Paul Newman. Only just lo- loved everything he 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 did. His movies, so many cool movies, and the fact that he that he had some Jewish blood in him certainly made me just go, "Well, good goodness gracious." That's a badass, and he's and we can call him a Jew. That was exciting. Uh, the role that you would have loved to play, whether you went out for it or not, that you feel like like that was my that was mine, made for me. Oh man, I mean, I like James Caan. I liked his stuff. I kind of like a lot. A lot of hit the movies James Caan did when I was young and first becoming a uh, a uh, an actor out here. I went, oh man, I wish I had something like that to do. Just one of those James Caan roles, Dustin roles, Pacino, that kind of stuff. I would get excited to be in a movie like that. Last two. Uh Feel like hosting SNL anytime? Yes, yes. I've been talking to Lauren. It's funny. I was talking about doing it uh, earlier in the season, but I had uh, this this hip thing, so I I had to had to wait. But maybe maybe second half of the season or next year or something like that. Nice little Christmas uh, special. It's when I did it. I did it one time. It was such a nice week, such a good time being with everybody. My family was there. We all loved. To get to know the cast and be around Lauren was nice again, and just being around the the vibe. And yeah, by the way, when the show starts, it's just as uh, nerve wracking as it was when I was on the show. You're like, oh my god, it's happening! So let's let's try to do this right. And uh, last thing, SNL going into its 48th year. There's uh, always that rumor mill that 50 that Lauren would call it quits and just be like, all right, yeah, we're done. Yeah, right. I don't like the sound of that at all. But yeah. what, what do you? Where do you see SNL today versus back in your day when you opened the joint? Ah, uh, pretty special place. Get gets cooler and cooler. I don't. I don't see it stopping. I don't see Lauren stopping. Uh, he'll. He'll. I. I don't. I don't know uh, that rumor. I've heard it too. Why? It's. it's people are sure he's going to stop. I mean, he'll. He'll. He sounds to me like he's he ain't stopping. When I talk to him, he's still excited about it all. Um, but I think where it is today is tremendous. Just just a lot of great women, a lot of great youth on that show, and very uh, you know just just on top of a lot of things and just they would certainly work hard at. at making the comedy that counts got it and you got a bunch of movies coming up in the future i know you got uh spaceman yes uh, and netflix yeah we talked about murder mystery too you were so not invited to my bat mitzvah yes that uh, was great shot that this summer when you stepping into a director's chair man i don't know if i belong there man i'll tell you why i can't sit still I start getting snappy when too many questions are coming my way. I'd rather see... As we're sitting here right now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's just on. I can't handle being settled an entire day, man. I need to run away and calm down. and I, I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I, I like being part of the process. I like being part of it on decisions and stuff, but I also am very happy to walk away and let other people do stuff. Yeah, be, well, you're the best, man. Listen, congratulations. Thank you for taking this time with me. Your Glad, office is amazing. Thank you fix, for fix, schlepping fix, over here. Fix that hip, man. The hip's getting there. Your arms are looking uh, powerful. 
That, that's you get your hips strong. I'll get my arms strong, and then we could ball. Uh, I, I'm not balling with NBA players. I'm I'd say right you now. and I go out and start fighting people. Yeah. That's what we <laughs> take over LA. I'll man. bring we the, the Warriors. We do. Yeah. We the Warriors. Yeah, that was that movie. It's my jam. I gotta say, I think the Warriors possibly was one of the biggest impacts on my youth and, and watching movies. That's that one, movie. that was probably a five-timer that I said, let's go see the Warriors again. So I love Sandler, man. Yeah. He, he knows good movies. <laughs> That's Adam Sandler, star of Hustle, now streaming on Netflix. And that's it for this edition of the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. Drew Griffith edited this episode and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest awards predictions in key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Janelle Riley, and Michael Schneider, I'm Clayton Davis. We'll see you on the circuit. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.